Hilchus Shavas Tumah Perik Ches Perik Shemini. Today's Perik talks about Tumah of the hands and Tumah of a person who eats Tamei food. Halach Aleph Kol Negev Yadav Berishon Tumah. A person who touches a Rishon Tumah with his hands, not with any other part of his body. Bein Shoyev Oyser Rishon Adam Mekli. Whether that region was a person or a keli, or a food, a masculine, or a liquid, or a beverage, temeyin, which are tamay, so he touches a tamay person, food, keli, or, 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 or person, keli, or food, his hands, and only his hands become tamay until the joint. Which joint? So some say it means the wrist, some say it means the, 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 the space where the fingers touch, touch the knuckles. Yeah, the knuckles. So whichever part of the hand you say becomes tamay, that's the part. Again, I just said, Ada Perek is is what it means. Whichever way you want to learn, if it means the wrist or the knuckle, that's the part that contracts Tumma, that's the Kabbal Tumma, that's the part we're talking about, touches the food. So if you touch the hand, as we're defining it, from the fingertips. Okay, so there's different opinions. So good, fine. It's a push up shot, touch the wrist, yeah. Similarly, a person puts his hands inside the, the airspace of an earthenware, and that keli became tummy. Because an avatuma entered its airspace, so it's a rishain. Even though normally you don't makabal tumma from a klicheres simply by putting your hands in the airspace. It's makabal tumma from the airspace if, it's, if something goes into it. But the keli does not impart tumma to something else. But over here, it does give tumma to the hands. Where a person sticks his hand, into the window of a house which has saras. So he said that a person if he enters a house that has saras, but it has to enter the house, or Rosh Rubri at least. Here he just put his hand in, again, his hands become tamay, and the fact that his hands become tamay, this is a dindarabonon, obviously. Now I tell you, there's no concept of just a part of the body that can become tamay. It's either all, all or nothing. The fact that the concept is the hands become tamay, but the rest of you is tahar, that's obviously dindarabonon. Base. That until otherwise proven, your hands are assumed to be a shein lutuma. That's their status quo. If you want them to be tar, you got to do something about it. You don't have to do anything to make them tar. They're always tummy. You go do something, make them tar, and they become tar. What do you have to do? We'll see. Because the tumma is only That's why it's uh, it's a sheni. When the chum made the gzeder, they made the gzeder that they should be a shein lutuma. Okay, so when we start the halach off by saying the yadayim are shniyus medivir seifim lo'olam, I taish says they're always like that status quo. What he means really lo'olam is they're always like that, even if you might have a svara to make them more stringent than a sheni, because the chamer exer that the the status that hands and hands alone makabel is a sheni status. Even when a person puts his hand into a house that has teras, if he himself walked in there, he become a rishon, but because he only stuck his hands in. Even though the hand he put his hands into an av, for a person, for example, a person who is in a state where that person is mekabel tumasavishin and he makes his clothing or kalim he's touching tumasavishin. For example, he's holding a dead animal or a sheretz. It's not a sheretz. I'm sorry. He's holding a dead animal or he's holding on to his heart carrying a chair that neither sat on. He's a Rishon, his clothing is a Rishon, but he's touching someone else's hand, that guy's hands are not a Rishon, they're only a Shani. Hare the hands of the other person, only a Shani. The Chum, we're not more Machman than that when it comes to hands. So if your hands are alone are Tomei, it's never higher than a Shani. Gimel. Ha-Pigl, a carbon that he came to, because the Koyin intentionally, um, or even, yeah, but I think it has to be Dafka, amazing, if I, maybe even B'Shoyi, I'm sorry, I don't remember. Uh, he had a machshava. Let's say he did the shechita. 
and he had in mind to sprinkle the blood next week on the Mizbeach. Or you have a carbon that the Kohanim didn't get around to eating it and it left it past its expiration date. Depends if it's either Kachim Kedoshim or Kachim Kalim, either that night or the next morning, the next, next night. But Tzarid Shel Menachas, the Tzarid of Menachas, Menachas are, are meal offerings. You have oil and flour mixed together, but sometimes you don't mix it well. You have some flour that doesn't get touched in the oil. The flour which already touched the oil is Bederach Melem Muchshel Kabotumah. But the Tzarid Shemunachas is the flour that did not yet mix the oil. So these three things, they have the status of Rishon Lutumah, for reasons we'll say soon. Therefore you can count from they touch something else, it becomes a Shani, etc. Because they have this status, because they are Rishon, they make your hands into a Shani. But to make your hand into a Shani, it has to be a certain shear. Since it's food, the rule of thumb is food is Mechabal Tumah, even if it's as small as a poppy seed. But to give off Tumah has to be as big as a beya. Therefore, these food items, the carbon, which is bigel, nicer. By the way, Menachis can also be bigel or nicer, but, uh, uh, or the Tzarid Shal Menachis. They are considered a Rishon. Now, pigel and nicer, by definition, are Rishon automatically. The, when the Pukayin makes the Machshava, to make it pigel, the carbon becomes a Rishon Tumah. When the carbon waits past its expiration, it's a Rishon Tumah. The Tzarid Shal Menachis, the flower of the Mincha offering, which did not mix well with the oil, is not automatically what the Ramah means is it can become a Rishon Tumah if it touches something else, which is a, which is Tumah, even if it's a lower level of Tumah. It's a certain Churma of Hektish. So again, Pigal and Nais is Tumah automatically because it's, because it's an Isser. And the, 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 the Ha'oris here explained the Chamim wanted to prevent Pigal and Nasser. So if a Kayin is going to try to try to mess you over and intentionally have a machshava that your carbon he's going to shecht it and have in mind to sprinkle the blood next week, he himself may be getting in a situation where he or his fellow Kayin is going to become tummy by his hands by touching it. So to prevent the Kayin from being a, as a you know, the Cham said, okay, let's make, make, make it tummy if that happens. The Cham didn't want, wanted, the, wanted the Kahan to be more vigilant about eating it in time because if you eat Nasser, it's a of Karas. So he said, if you have Nasser hanging around, you touch it, your hands are tummy, so more likely to be um, to, to, more likely to, to eat it up, so they shouldn't have the, get, the hands shouldn't become tummy. If the kain's hands become tummy, it's inconvenient for you. He has to wash them, etc., table them, maybe even. So therefore, the chum made made pigel and nicer tummy. As far as cherish amanaches, the, the the flour which did not get mixed with the oil well, the flour which mixed with the oil well is automatically moshe kabotuma. Oil is a liquid which makes any susceptible to kabbalas tuma. The other, the other flour should not mix with the oil well. Why is that Mechabal Tumah? He's interpreting Shirat Shanit Bekulakli. He doesn't say oil. But the point is, is that, ah, no, okay, so here that's what he says. The point is that it did not mix well with the, with the oil. That's the Chur, the Vart. So the question is why? Ah, so, so the Pashtun Shad is because since, even though, even though it, um, since it's hectish, the, the specialness of hectish makes it Moshe Kabbal Tumah, as if it became wet. That's the Pashtun Pshat. So again, Pigal and Nasser, Tomei Rishin, automatically. Tzar Shemunachis is susceptible to the Kabbalah's Tomei as a Rishin. The Ein HaPigal and Nasser, Mitzarifin, Pigal and Nasser don't combine with each other. Af, Bishashur and Shavak, despite the fact they both have the identical shear of the minimum of a Beya, and often we say that if they have the same shear, they're Mitzarif. But that's not the case over here. Hoyal of Tumas Hedayim and Devayim, since the whole concept of Tumas from the hands in the Rabbanon, so the Chamim did not institute a din that Pigal and Nasser are a Rishin as far as the hands are concerned in, in, in terms of combining them. So a half a Kebeya of each does not combine. And however, other types of food, the general principle of food, which is the Kabbal Tumah, you have a half a beya of uh, bread and half a beya of, uh, of, of an egg, let's say, or whatever, that could be, could, could be Mistarif. What does he have to do 
Because the general rule of thumb is that tummy food does not make your hands tummy. The truth doesn't make anything tummy usually unless it is the seer of a beya. Yeah, I'm sorry? If your hand becomes tummy, what do you do? Oh, so now what do you do if your hand becomes tummy? Well, we'll talk about that later. Right, let's first talk about the when it becomes tummy. One thing at a time. I, I told you we'll get there. Dalit. Kulis ha-pigolayanesu. You have kulis, which is the thigh bone, and the thigh bone is closed on all sides. Inside the bone is marrow. Marrow has the din of busser. So the kulis, the busser, the thigh bone, is considered closed on all sides, and in many regards, we said, does not have the din of bimutamit. So for example, we learned the kulis, the thigh bone of a nevela, if a person touches it, it's not considered like touching the meat, he's not tummy. However, when it comes to the thigh bone of pigle or noiser, half a pishik stuma, despite the fact that the bone is sealed on all ends, when his hands touches it, his hands do become a sheni, because the bones of hekdish, serve the purpose of neiser, means it's attached to the neiser animal, or a pigle, or the pigle animal, do make the hands tame, because they came at base, they served the purpose of a dover aser, they assume its status, and they do have the din of a, um, a din of, of pigle or neiser, they make the hands tame, even though the exact same bone on the veil would not impart to Mr. Vela. So more machmir, your hands, the tomb of pigle or neiser, than we are by the tomb of the veil. Now, he says the coolest bone, Dafke. The question is, would that apply to other things? Let's say, for example, uh, other buses. Let's say the, the, the horn. So it could be the coolest bone, Dafke, because that has marrow inside of it, and marrow is considered busser. But or it could be, or not, or, uh, or it's any buses. So it's a combination. It's a combination of the fact that it's a buses and it has marrow inside of it. That's the Pshat. Hey, Meat of hektish, it went outside of its boundary. What's the boundary? Depends what kind of hektish it is. If it's kachikadashim, it shouldn't go outside the Azara. If it's kachim kalim, it should not leave the walls of Yushalayim. It's a suffix, the Gemara is not sure. Did the Chacham make a gazeya that meat is with in your hands? In order to prevent people from being lax, taking meat outside of its place where it shouldn't be, a place where if you take it, it becomes possible, if you eat it, you're even avera. Did the Chacham make a din similar to the way they made a din by Neusser that it's with Yudayim? So suffic. One second. Let's finish halachas. Lefichach in a matama. Therefore, because the suffic, it doesn't impart tuma. She suffic tuma sedaim in the Because we have a suffic regarding tuma of the hands. We are makel. Kameshi's brothers will say since the bechal that are dirabanon. Even though not, the, the rule of thumb is by dirabanon, certainly tuma sedaim. If we have a suffic, we're makel. The besara pesach shiatz achutz abayisu. Why was carbon pesach? And it is a carbon pesach is not allowed to leave the, the house, the, the area where you're supposed to eat it. And if you have two groups in one house, you have to make a separation. If it leaves that area, that house, it's considered a problem. It's as if it's left Yushalayim. Does that create the same din of being metamathi daim? So over there he says, there's no suffolk, it's tar for sure, without a doubt. But because the members of the group of carbon pesach are very, uh, everyone's very alacrity, every, every astute, it's a special time, everybody's trying to prove the room more from than the other guy, so everyone's very careful, the Ficham, for sure, without a suffix, felt no reason to make this gazera. We're talking about a case with, of course, yeah, yeah. Vav. This din of Tumishadayim does not apply in the base of English. The Chum were not geyser in the base of English proper. At the time they made the are regarding the hands being tummy. They did not enforce it in the base of Migdash. Creates the benefit. If a person touches tummy food, for your example, and the food's a reason, in which case his hands should be a shame. Whether he's touching it in the base of Migdash, or he touched it outside the base of Migdash. 
and then he touched hektish in the base of Mikdash. So whether or not is if he touched he touched let's say Rishon Tumah food in the base of Mikdash, there's no din of Tumah obviously. If he touched Rishon Tumah food out to the base of Mikdash, his hands are tummy. But then he goes back in the base of Mikdash. Maybe he shouldn't do that. But he goes back inside and touches Kachim because now he's in the base of Mikdash. Loitiman he does not make the the, the, the food tummy. And then, however, if he touched food out to the Beis HaMikdash, then he does make the food Tameh in the event that, for example, well, his hands are a Shani. Therefore, Stam food, he won't make Tameh, because Stam food, a Shani doesn't impact it. But if it's Truma, which can become a Shlishi, or it's Hekdish, then makes Hekdish Tameh as a Shlishi, and it's called Tameh because it has the ability to make a Ravi. Truma can become a Shlishi, but it cannot make a Ravi. At least not by Truma. Therefore, it's called Pasal. Pesas Truma, as we'll say. So this din that we learned in the beginning of the Pedic in Halacha Gimel, that Pigel and Neisser are originally Truma to make your hands Tameh, Ha-Gufa is mashma. It's only outside the Vesem Mikdash. Inside the Vesem Mikdash, it wouldn't apply. Which is funny, because the whole reason why we said you made the Gezerah of Neisser, making your hands Tameh, is to prevent the Kahanam from being lazy and make sure you eat everything before the time. So how is that going to help? There's no din of Tumish Daim in the Vesemigdash. Could be that when it comes to Pigol Noyser and the Charge Shamanaches, you do say Tumish Daim in Vesemigdash. It's just other types of general, the general principle of Tumish Daim. Yeah. The general idea that if your hands touch your Rishain, you become a Shane, is not a plan of Vesemigdash. But the specific unique halacha that any Pigol or Noyser, even if it didn't touch anything Tame, it's just sat there and, and now the sunset. That becomes Tame. That din does apply to Tumish Daim in the Vesemigdash. As I'm Zion. A person that one of his hands became Tameh. He touched his other hand. So one hand touched a, let's say, a Sheretz touched is an Av. A Sheretz touched the Kaili, the Kaili is a Rishen. Their Kaili touched a liquid, a, a food. The food now is a Shani, let's say. Now he touches his hands. But yet, his hand touches the Kaili. So his hands are a Shani. And then he touches his other hand. The other hand is Tar because your hand, the right hand is a Shani. The right hand can't make the left hand into a shani as well. Therefore, you wash the hand. Now we learn about how to make your hand tar. And the truth is, I'm actually touched upon it earlier in, in, in the Hilchus. Um, we learned about this in, uh, I forgot where else, where the Dhamma talks about how to make your hands tar. But you wash the hand, which is tummy, and that's sufficient. When it's true that the right hand... Yeah, so that was your question. So when is it true the right hand cannot make the left hand tummy or vice versa? Latruma. That's as far as tumor goes. But for Kodesh, which is a more severe level of severity, and we're more sensitive, if one hand becomes Tameh, and it touches the second hand, it does make it Tameh. Therefore, they both the hands need to be dipped in the mikvah in order to be allowed to touch Hekdish without making them Tameh. So you see two things over here. Number one, by Truma, washing your hand is not sufficient like we do for Amoyed. So you have to dip it in the mikvah, which is vice versa true. For Truma, you don't have to dip in the mikvah. You could, though. In fact, it's even better, even. Which is why, if you, if, you, if you don't have a way to wash your hands, sometimes there's a way to dip in the, in the mikvah or in a, in, a, in a spring, which is just as good of, uh, as washing your hands with bread. Akaponim, so you have to table your hands for kodesh, but not for truma. Number two, you, one hand could be metam with the other one for kodesh, not for truma. So my right hand is talmeh, it touched the rishain, touches my left hand. The left hand touches kodesh, big problem. Touches truma, no problem. However, when it comes to truma, all you have to do is wash your hands. You don't need to tell them. Ches. Who made up this whole thing with Tumish Dayan? Shloim Mahamelech, Ubeis Dinah. Why could that for the Kodesh, you can't touch the Kodesh, 
You have to ask Hashem. I didn't make the rules. <laughs> but well, that, that, that. I'm sorry, what's your question? Correct, that's the halacha. No, it's correct, yes. You have to table your hands in a mikvah or in a spring, that's right. We're more stringent with the tuma of your dying when it comes to karbonus than we are with truma. It's a higher level of sanctity. Which is in Malach wasn't really the Av Bez in his generation. Adavar Malach was, the Ramam counts, but Shalom Malach was not, he was probably a member of the Sanhedrin, he wasn't Mamish the Reish, but upon him, his Sanhedrin, that the status quo of all hands is a there Shneis. And the reason for this, by the way, Papashtus is, not Papashtus, I'm sorry, this is what I, if I understood the, the source, I looked up correctly, because we were Cheshish that, you know, you try, you try to get people to wash their hands for cleanliness, right? So no one takes it seriously. You tell them your hands and tell me to take it seriously. That's how you didn't think. Good. So what happens if you eat turma with pushed dirty hands physically, and then you, you put it in your mouth and, and you realize your hands were dirty and the turma is dirty? You're going to spit it out. That's a bazillion for turma. How do you get people to wash their hands, pushed for cleanliness, so the turma should not become disgraced in that way? Tell them your hands are tome, they'll wash their hands. So that was a way of preventing people from making turma, eating, eating turma, and then end up spitting it out. So therefore, you made a gazer, the hands are always tome as a shame. Oh, right. Therefore, you, it's less likely to touch turma, put it in your mouth, and then have it dirty and spit it out. Despite the fact that you have no idea whether or not you touch anything tome, again, the status quo is your hands are a shame, because your hands are busy, so they're always touching things. Good, that's the status quo. The person is careless with them. Therefore, he touched maybe something which is tummy. This Gzeir Shleim HaMelech originally, that era of history, was only as far as Kachim goes, not for Truma. Later generations, specifically, Shammai and Hillel, about a thousand years later, yeah? or more even. Uh, no, less than a thousand years. Like upon him, they made the Gzeir that this din, that your hands are a standard of Shani, applies to, to Truma as well. You must wash your hands for Truma. So until Shammai and Hillel for Truma, you didn't have to wash your hands. You had, you had to table your hands for Kaidish, but not for Truma. Came Shammai and Hillel and said for Truma, also your hands are Tomei, but in order to make them tar, Tevila is not necessary. The Tila is sufficient. A person touches Truma prior to washing his hands. The Truma becomes puzzle, and here the Alam drops a bomb. You burn the Truma if it becomes Tomei in this context. Normally, a Tuma that I bond, we don't burn Truma. We just wait till it becomes moldy or it becomes puzzle somehow. Here, of this Truma of dying, even though it's usually more makel, we're, we're more machmen, we burn Truma, even though it became Tomei just from the hands, which are a Shanim you have to ask the people who made the rules. Obviously not, right? So, so um, good, so that's, that's the din. So now, halacha tes. So, so just briefly, point out something interesting over here. Let's look at halacha tes first, sorry. Lot adam yad mapa, a person doesn't have water, let's say, or does have water even. But the point is, is that a person is allowed to, you can't touch truma, so you wash your hands, right? They make the tar, tar. Another option is, you wrap your hands in a shmata, and put on gloves, for example. Gloves, yeah. We're not chayshish. If you let people do that, they're going to end up touching you. No, we're not chayshish because the whole thing is not on anyways. However, that's only with actual truma. If you're one of those people 
who eats chulin and is very careful to only eat the chulin if it has the same status as that would be okay to eat, would it have been truma? Or you're one of those people who's even more careful that only eats their chulin, altar sakedesh, the same status as it was kedesh. In other words, you, um, a sheni l'truma touches a regular loaf of bread. It's not a problem. But you're one of those people who eats everything as, as it had to be okay as if it was truma, so you treat it as if it's a problem. And the chaman made halachas around respecting that because it was a good thing for people to do, especially if you're a kayan, or b'chal for ruchistic purposes. So therefore, in this context, you cannot do this thing of wrapping your hands in shmata. You have to actually wash your hands. You may come to actually touch it. You're not as careful. Although you're treating the chul like, trum, chul like truma, it's not actual truma. With actual truma, we're not worried that you're going to come to touch it if you're trying to be conscientious and wrap your hands in the shmata. With chul and sinas, you may come to be careless. Therefore, no, you have to actually wash your hands on the table with them. You cannot wrap them in the shmata. So, the since we come in exer that that eating truma require your hands are tummy reading truma, all kahanim have to wash the hands before the truma. Therefore, we're gazer, all you must wash your hands before eating truma. So the kahanim should be used to it. Therefore, all you didn't have to wash your hands even when there's no truma, even as managal, so to speak. So why? So that when the finish is rebuilt, the kahanim will be fluent in the practice of washing their hands to not eat truma tamea. So the, all the whole time of gulas, apinigla, the reason why you wash your hands every time you eat bread is because we're expecting the gul any second. Why only bread then? The kahanim had to wash his hands before he drank truma wine, the chayra. Well, no, you don't touch the wine, maybe, so maybe not. But let's see, he was going to yeah, take his hands and put his hands in a, in a barrel of wine or oil and drink through it with, 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 like, cupping his hands you have to wash his hands so if you drink wine that way you should also have to okay whatever reason the chamon will get exerted by bread why? could be because the most common method I'm not sure Akapanam Yud but if an actual coin absolutely yeah the coin is going to drink from a bottle a, a, a bottle or cup of truma wine if his hands are tummy, it's not a problem but if he's going to you put his hands in the barrel that's a problem if he was going to do that, he had no cup. He wants to use his hands. He had to wash his hands. But if you're going to drink wine that way, it's You don't have to wash your hands. We're only geyser, only geyser actual bread. Yud. Because the hands are status quo. If you touch a liquid, remember we said a special din. The chomer geyser, all liquid is treated like liquid from a zav. Therefore, if your t- hands are ashamed to touch the liquid, the liquid becomes a rishin. If this liquid touches food, that liquid which your hands touched become a rishin, it makes the food a shani. So hands are ashamed, the wine is a rishin, then the food the wine touches is a rishin again. Is a shani again, excuse me. If the liquid touches other liquid, they become a rishin as well. The mashkin is always a rishin, as we said, in order to get out of people's thick heads, the idea that urine or spit from a zav cannot be metama. It can be metama, therefore we have to make sure all liquid is a kabotum as a rishin. However, these liquid that became tomei, because the original source was a the hands, the tam and kalim do not have the ability to make a kalim tamek, she'ikar tumash daim and devrayim, because the whole concept of tumash daim is the rabbanon, and the chamur is that what? That it's a shani. Remember, we learned that in order for tame liquid, in order to make a kalim tamek, the original source must be an av. And over here, your hands are not an app. The Jashniyas. The Chambay and other Gezerah as well. Similar to the concept of Tumashadayim. Any person who eats Tamei food, whether it's Rishon or Rishon, 
if you eat tummy liquids, which is perfectly fine, right? There's no problem halachically to do that. She, uh, dead sherets falls in your wine vat, pull it out, drink the wine. This person who eats or drinks his tummy food can, must consider himself a shani until he goes to the mikvah. Once he goes to the mikvah, he's fine. He does not need to wait till nightfall. Why? What's the purpose? We'll see. If this guy who ate tummy food touches food, awesome shlishi, makes it a shlishi. We're obviously talking about turma because regular chulin cannot become a shlishi. So we're talking about turma or chulin, which you not have turma. If he touches liquid after drinking this tummy liquid or eating tummy food, even if it's regular liquid, that's not tumma, then the liquid itself becomes a reason again. And it can impart tumma to other foods in liquid. Just like your hands, the concept of the person's whole body becoming tummy upon eating tummy food is the million dollar question. What is the purpose of this gzeira? Of making me tummy just because I ate tummy food. What if I'm going to be eating bread? That's tummy rishon rishani. I'm going to drink wine from a koyin. That's truma wine. Now in my mouth, the wine touched the food I'm eating. It becomes tummy. I'm swallowing wine of truma tameya. It's only tameya that are bonon, but still truma tameya. Similarly, a person who drinks impure liquid, the same thing, if I drink wine, which is Tameh, I'm going to eat Tumeh food with it. And therefore, the Tumeh becomes Tameh in your mouth. Therefore, if I know the moment I eat Tameh food, I become Tameh, I'm not going to eat Tumeh with my, my, uh, my, my impure uh, liquid. So I'm not going to come to him time with Tumeh, and therefore, we already explained in the Lachas of Tumeh, you may not eat Tumeh Tameh. And therefore, now you're also not allowed to eat Tumba if you are Tameh. Therefore, by making me Tameh, I'm not going to eat the Truma with my wine. I'm not going to come and make the Truma Tameh in actuality. Yud Aleph. In order to be capable of eating tummy food, you have to eat a food that's half of a pras. What is a pras? A pras is a half of a loaf. How much is a loaf according to the Rambam? Six bayim. So a pras is three bayim. Half a pras is half a three, which is one and a half. Which is a one and a half generous eggs. Not, not, not a matum to the kashir. Again, if you drink tummy liquid, you only tell me if you drink a full revius. All various foods. Yeah, you have a kampat, some kind of collection of food together on a plate. You eat it all at once. That's a half a pras. Makes your body tummy. In other words, apostle to, well, it means, it means tummy to, that you can't eat truma. Sorry, excuse me, that, you, that your body is tummy, therefore uh, you're not going to hopefully come to eat truma. Pachala mashkin, mistar from the revius, and all liquids combined for revius, right? Half revius of one, half revius of oil. Uh, what if you drink if you drink or eat less than this tar than your tar if you eat a little bit at a time if the shear of, of the egg and a half you eat is the shear normally takes to eat three eggs right so you're eating almost half as slow the starf and then it all starf to one achila and therefore your tummy if it's slower than that aim the starf I'm a tummy starf you have a bucket full of chocolate chips, all tummy. You eat one at a time over the day. You're not, not tummy. If the amount of time you drank the revius is, is, is the time it takes to eat a pras or less, mistarfin combines to a full revius and therefore the body's tummy. If not, a mistarfin, even though normally 
we say that in order to drink the bitame, you have to drink in the, the revius, and the time it takes to drink a full revius. Here we're making, we say that, uh, sorry, we're machmir. And no, we, we um, normally if you drink, if you, if you sip it slow and, he, and it takes you longer than the time it takes to drink a revius, it's not mistarf. Over here we're saying it is mistarf. It's only if you can drink it so slow that it takes you longer than the time it takes to eat a pras, then it's not mitzdarf. Why are we so machmir over here? Because people needed to get the message, apparently. Okay. What if you ate, let's say, one beah? You go to mikvah. Guy's at the beach. He goes, eats an egg, goes in the ocean, jumps in, comes back. He eats another egg. So now he ate two eggs, and it's right away. It's But in between, he tovled. He didn't wait between them and therefore the whole eating took the time or less of the Achilles Pras. Despite the fact that the table was in between, because going to the mikvah doesn't do anything for you unless you're tummy. He wasn't tummy, he only ate one egg. The second egg he ate after he went to the mikvah is after the first egg because his tefillah is, is garnish vert. Good base. Now, the din is a person can become Tomei at any age. And a woman who's a Rishon, let's, let's say she's a Zav. Or she's a Rishon, fine, even, yeah? But her milk is a Shani. She's nursing her child. The child is Tor. I, Lechair, he's eating a Rishon. So Lechair should not be allowed to feed this kid through him now. They weren't Even if you want to suggest he, he, he nursed the reviews of milk, after she it could be that, that that time was longer. We don't know how, how much the kid drinks or how fast. It doesn't happen normally all at once. The Chamin did not make the Gazeera when it comes to a child nursing by his mother because of the sex fake. Who says it's a reviews? Even if it's a reviews, who says it was fast enough? Special din. You'd give when it comes to a woman who's pregnant and she smells the barbecue, when the barbecue is tamay meat, right? The guy doing the barbecue is, uh, is, uh, is, 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 is in the Chemer like Kadish, this morning. So the meat's tamay, fine. So, uh, and, and the Chum made a din that if she eats less than a share at a time, it's not, it doesn't impact her. Not just hate teeter, because no, there's no iser over here. The question is, does it make her body tummy? The answer is no. Afapishi, Achel's habit, despite the fact she eats a lot, if a woman who has a craving doesn't, doesn't fill the craving, can be dangerous for herself, can be dangerous for the baby. Therefore, she can eat less than the sheer. Lulcher means like a little bit at a time. In other words, um, even, though, even though she's going to eat it less, less than, uh, less very quickly in Bechlech's pras, she does not eat a full pras, and, a full egg and a half at once. As long as she breaks it down, you know, fine. The Eretzich HaTfilah, she does not need to go to the mikvah. We say she's tar, because again, let's say she's a, she's a Bas Koyin, a wife of a Koyin. She's going to say, I'm not going to take to the barbecue because I want to have Truma wine. But then because she has a craving, she's not going to fulfill it. She's going to have a problem. The Therefore, they made a din. She's not Tameh.